Good morning, Tappers. Good morning, Dabbers. Just a little preface: if the video, my audio doesn't sound well, it's because I forgot my microphone and I can't get it right now. So it is what it is. You guys are going to suffer with my shitty audio for one for this episode in Mondays. <laughs> and I'm sure there are podcasts out there of people that just have like their cell phone audio and right. everything like that. So you guys can make it. All right. We've been spoiling mm-hmm. you. You can do it. <laughs> yeah. Even though, you know, we needed to take a little break. We had a week or yeah, like a week. Is it? We had two episodes off. We just we were feeling a little burnt out and we just needed a little break. And we were even going to record a Monday episode, but then I was like, Megan's been on the boat. I'm exhausted. It's just not going to happen. So we're back. <laughs> yeah. We were tired from having too much fun. Was the issue. Right. I mean, I was a little world traveler. I was all across the fucking country. I was a little Midwest boy. I was a little Canadian boy. Um, now I'm back in Boston. But I just want to give a little update on my little travels across the Across the nation, um, uh, me and Patrick went over to Minnesota, um, and we drove, and it was a 24-hour drive, um, so we split it up into two um, day increments. So one day we drove 12 hours, and the other day we drove another 12 hours. And honestly, like, I thought it was going to be difficult, because you know how when you drive, like, just two hours down the road, and you're like, that was exhausting. Like, I never want to do that again. But... When you know it's going to be 12 hours and you're just sitting in the car, it almost feels like it's easier. I don't know, because I feel like when it's only two hours, you're anticipating getting there. But when it's 12 hours and you know it's going to be the whole day of traveling, you're like, it is what it is. I'm just going to sit here and watch TV. <laughs> yeah, like I, I've, I'm prepared. I'm prepared. Right. <laughs> so for like the entire drive we completed an entire season of 90 day fiance season eight great season (laughs) um all i did was i used one of my old iphones and i just propped it up on the mount and i downloaded uh the entire season of 90 day fiance and we just watched 90 day fiance the entire time so i mean really it passed the time because those are like an hour and a half episodes and once like you finish two episodes i was like i'm ready for a potty break and then get back in the car and I'm watching more TV. So it's great. <laughs> so really, it was just like you were on the couch, but you were just like on a moving couch. Right. And I had my legs crossed. I had my little coffee. I had snacks. And I mean, I was watching TV for 24 hours, basically. So it was a great time. I had no complaints about it. Um, my favorite stop, my least favorite stops were Ohio, where Ohio was really boring. Pennsylvania was fun, but I didn't see any Amish, so that was disappointing. Uh, Wisconsin, never going to Wisconsin. Boring. Nothing out there but cornfields. And I didn't see, uh, well, I did see cheese curds at like gas stations, but I was like, I want authentic cheese curds. So that was boring as well. And then Michigan was Michigan, Illinois, but we went to Chicago. Chicago was, you know, Chicago. I'm not like, I'm not like, I'm not like a stand for Chicago as like <laughs> foreshadowing or, or of our episode today. <laughs> um, and then we hit Minnesota and Minnesota was great. Went camping out the pontoon, went uh, sea doing. So it was a great time. No complaints. Oh, awesome. Well, good for you that you're able to relax. Cause I know it's hard for you to relax. <laughs> I know. I'm like, go, go, go. You're like, go, go, go girl. <laughs> 
Yeah, it was fun. I mean, even though I did, we really, really, we weren't really um, understanding of what we're even going to do out there. We're just like, you know, we want to relax, like sit on the pontoon. Like that's all I wanted to do is just like relax and sit on the pontoon and drink and, you know, but my aunt and uncle, they had us out there camping in a tent. It was thundering and raining. Um, we were camping for three days. I had to shit in an outhouse. I wasn't showering. Um, but they were out fishing on the boat. They wanted to do this. They wanted to do that. And I'm like, I'm just out here to relax. Like, man, you guys got me going every which way. <laughs> so they're definitely your relatives. <laughs> <laughs> that is valid, yes. Is what I'm hearing. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, all in all, it's a great trip. And I think it was a good test for our journey to Florida coming soon. About in a month, me and Patrick are departing for Florida. So that'll be like another 24-hour drive. But it won't be as bad because we won't have to come back. So it'll be pretty easy. And we're stopping like three times, like in hotels, just because I guess when you're towing something, you can't go like 80 miles an hour down the highway. Yeah. I guess you got to go a little slower. So it's going to take longer to get there. I'm like, whatever. Just as long as I have my fucking 90 day fiance, I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. And especially hauling stuff. You have to keep track of more stuff too. Right. So um, that's my little update in Minnesota. Sorry, Megan, I'm just taking over the mic, but I just got so many updates going on in my life here. Um, a little update on the apartment, uh, the one that we live in. Remember how I was doing um, a little rant on how they were wanting to show the apartment and everything, blah, blah, blah. You know, they're trying to get new tenants in here. And it was, I had a little, little inconvenience. <laughs> yes, and you got donuts for your inconvenience. Right, so I got the donuts. Um, but while we're in Minnesota, we were like, we're gone. So show the apartment as much as you want, get this thing sold. So you don't have to keep bothering us. So they got the apartment sold. Great. Well, yesterday they were like, oh, the new tenants want to come and measure the rooms and everything. I'm like, you know, like I can measure the rooms for you and just give you the measurements, but I understand you might, you want to come, you want to do it yourself, whatever. So they come yesterday at 5 PM. I'm out on the deck with Harley and then the realtor comes out and he's like, Oh, we're all set. Thank you. Blah, blah, blah. This should be the last time. So I'm like, okay, great. So he shuts the door and I'm like letting Harley go pee and poop. So then I go to go back in the realtor locked me out. <laughs> oh my God. I knew, as soon as he said he shut the door, I'm like, Oh my God, he locked your ass out. Yes. So thank God Patrick was like on his way home ready from work. Um, but, um, it was like 90 degrees yesterday. It was so fucking hot. Harley's like dying out here. There's no water. Um, and thankfully I brought my phone out there with me and I was calling Patrick. I'm like, get home now. I'm locked out. The realtor <laughs> locked me out of the house. So then Patrick finally got home. He didn't just lock one, one knob. He also deadbolted the fucking door. <laughs> So, he, so that makes me think he was actually trying to keep you out there. Because how would you unlock the deadbolt from right. the outside? Well, you can. You can. There's a key, but I didn't have the key, and we were never given a key to unlock the deadbolt. Like we've tried, and there's just we don't have a key for it. Oh my god! So he also he locked the main door. So like he locked this bitch up, and I'm just sitting outside. So. <laughs> Well, it's like, it's like your home. He doesn't need to lock every goddamn door. Yeah. 
Well, I was telling Patrick, I was like, he probably just got in the habit of locking it when he left from after showing the apartment. So I don't know. I didn't say anything because I was like, I already felt bad about the donut situation. So, but I mean, if I was, if Patrick wasn't here, if he was in Florida or traveling for work, you know, I would have had to have called him and been like, come back. <laughs> Let me in. <laughs> this realtor is so unprofessional. He is unhinged, honestly. <laughs> he was just trying to get back at me. That was his revenge. I know it. And then, but then, you know, you can't call him out because, oh, accident. You can't accident. prove it on purpose. Right. But I mean, it's like he did it on fucking purpose because he did the deadbolt. <laughs> I mean, that, yeah, that that's ridiculous. Right? <laughs> There's no so, reason for that. That's the update on that. The apartment's done. It's sold, whatever. They increased the price by $500. I'm not paying it, so I don't care. We're <laughs> out of here. <laughs> See ya, Boston. Bye. So my next update is on, oh my God, this one, I cannot wait to say, Marty is gone. He's <gasps> gone. Our bird is gone. I, well, I felt like you like kept him like a, like Rapunzel, like in a tower, <laughs> silent away from the rest of the world. So I always forgot that you had him because you just like had a blanket over him. It was like, Marty, don't speak. <laughs> yes. Oh my God. I told Patrick yesterday, I was like, you know, there's been times in my life where it's been like two weeks. And I forgot Marty existed because Marty's been sleeping because of the blanket has been on his cage for like two weeks straight. Oh my God. You know, so what? Is that... it's best he's gone. He's going to have a better <laughs> life too. Yeah. So Marty is gone. He has finally found his new home. Um, I mean, how I've asked, I've asked so many people. I've asked the Fookers. I've asked the spouses of the Fookers. I've asked the Fookers um, family members. Anybody want a bird? Nobody wants the bird. We've asked Patrick's family. Patrick's had a huge family. Nobody wants the bird. Um, my family, nobody wants the bird. Finally, Patrick found through his coworkers, boyfriend's mother has taken the bird. <laughs> <laughs> Man, no one wants I feel like they were fashionable like in the like nineties or it was like, oh a cute fun thing. No one wants they're fucking loud and stinky. Yes. So annoying. Like I feel like I'm, I know a lot of people might disagree, but I feel like I'm very tolerant and patient of like things like that, like constant chirps. I feel like I can get past those, like traffic and stuff doesn't bother me anymore. But that damn bird, oh my God, he would make my blood boil. <laughs> oh my God. He just wouldn't stop. It just kept going. That, um, I'd love to put it on our um crime on tap instagram but that <laughs> reaction picture of you deadpan completely done with that bird on your head is just such a good picture that was just my life like he was just flying around and he just lands anywhere and i just i want nothing to do with him so he's gone he's on to a new life i mean hopefully he gets more attention than he got here um but yeah that's the update marty he's officially gone and i have my life back. <laughs> oh my God. This bird took so much from you. It's not even like a pound. Really, he really took a lot. I mean, just like you said, he's dirty. Well, not him himself, not dirty, but his area is dirty. Um, there's shit all over the floor. There's feathers everywhere. His bird food is everywhere. You know, it just comes out of the cage. 
I'm vacuuming. I'm stepping in bird food. Um, he's loud. He's annoying. You know, and it's not like I can just go over and like pinch his beak and hold it shut. You know, there's no way to quiet this bird. Like if Harley's barking, I can just hold his mouth together and he stops, you know, but with the bird, it's just like, you can't stop him. <laughs> well, it sounds like Marty is onto a better home away from his abusive father. Yes. <laughs> wow. Well, I mean, hopefully my quality of life goes up and also his. So, mm-hmm. but that's our update on Marty. I think that's all the updates I have, Megan. So if you have any updates in your life as major as mine. Um, you can talk about them if you want. <laughs> well, I feel like I, I don't really have any updates. I've just been um, living and working. I've been working a little bit more because it's summer. And then the main gal um, took a vacation yeah. last week. So bringing in that queen. Bringing in that queen. Well, there is an update. You are you and Nick are coming to visit. A little a couple, couple therapy going on here. Oh, yeah, yeah. So we're going to visit in a couple of weeks because we were going to visit his friend in South Carolina, but mm-hmm. flights are just so expensive. And I love Nick to death, but he a little, a little princess pie and <laughs> didn't want to drive. I'm like, it is be so easy to drive. Oh, my God. It, it, with my tips and tricks, it would have been very easy. But no, he didn't want to drive. So I said, okay, well, then I guess we're not going. <laughs> <laughs> so we're like we'll visit Sean in Boston. It's closer. We've been wanting to do it. We have yep. the time, so let's do it. Yeah, I'm excited. And you're com- coming during the week, so like, hopefully it's not as busy. Um, and I'm not working, so mm-hmm. it'll be good. Yeah, because we um, because in August is Nick works weekend, so he took the week off and is gonna work the the weekend. So that's why we're coming during the week. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I'm excited. Maybe we can do um, some recording while we're here, or probably not. <laughs> we'll trap Nick and Patrick in um, the bedroom, and they can, I don't know, do boy stuff. And <laughs> Yeah, they can talk about architecture and the buildings and trains and planes. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Nick will talk about planes all the time. Does, does Patrick Oh God, tanks? Nick's really into tanks right now. Oh, really? No, Patrick, he loves planes. Like, when we're just, I mean, since we live next to the airport, we see them all the time come over us. He's like, oh, that's a Boeing um, 737. That's like, there's like two of those in the whole country. And it's really hard to get on those. And then you're really lucky if you get a middle seat or something. I'm like, <laughs> I'm just trying to relax. Like, I don't want to talk about fucking planes. <laughs> yeah, so they could go talk about their toy planes or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I think you guys will be sleeping on our bed. Like, we'll change the sheets and everything. Because all we have left is the couch. <laughs> oh well if we go to sleep on an air mattress we'll bring an air mattress oh not... we got an air mattress too okay. but you know it's just like i like to like give a little like hospitality when people come to visit and hopefully in our new place in florida we will have more opportunity to entertain and like with a much larger space <laughs> yeah <laughs> because well, also if i'm coming down to see you in florida i'm be staying it won't be like an overnight i'll be staying for like <laughs> right you know making it count so yeah well yeah. that's the other thing with me, me and Patrick, we're considering whenever we need a dog sitter, we're just going to open it up to anybody and then pay for that person's flight. Because I'm not joking. It's cheaper to pay for a flight round trip to Florida than it is to pay for a dog sitter like local in Florida. I don't doubt it because right oh. now cheaps, cheaps, flights to Florida are so cheap right now. Yeah. So, I mean, if, that's, if somebody wants to come and take a week, 
You can stay in our apartment. We got a second bedroom, a second bathroom. There's a pool. There's a gym. I mean, it has everything. And you can use our car. So, I mean, I feel like it's the best. Everyone's winning here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That, hey, that's that's a good sell. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah, you guys are going to come visit us in Florida. That's We're so, like, I'm so sick of Boston. I can't wait to get down there and just begin my new life. Um, oh, and also, we have, like, nothing in the apartment anymore. Um, we've sold everything. We have one TV. I don't know if you can see it, Megan. <laughs> oh, that's a little thing Wait, do you see it? Yeah. I don't know how big. I think it's like it's probably less than thirty-two inches. But that's our last remaining TV. We've sold everything else. We've sold the grill. Everything's gone. So we're like really ready to go. Yeah, and it's you still have a month. <laughs> <laughs> we still have a month. Yeah, but I said I want every. I want to be done, done with selling everything because selling is like a lot of work. You got to set up times with people. You got to meet them. Oh, can you deliver this? Oh, can you take $10 off? And it's just like, just have it at that point. Like, I don't, I'm so done doing this. So like, I don't even want anything in the Florida apartment. I don't want, I don't want no furniture. I don't want nothing. <laughs> you just want to levitate. <laughs> right. So, I mean, most of it is gone. And we're seeing my parents Sunday in Queechy because that's like the halfway point and they refuse to drive into Boston. I don't want to talk about it. <laughs> um, but I'm bringing a lot of stuff for them and they have, um, four bar stools of mine that I got at Target one time that were like 90% off and I just never had anywhere to put them, but they will fit perfect in the Florida apartment. Yeah. So they're in their garage. So I got to get those and then I got to give them a bunch of stuff. So that's Sunday. So after Sunday, like there's going to be really nothing here left. So mm-hmm. I'm excited. I love, I love just sitting in nothing. Like, it's so easy to clean. Like, I don't have to look at it. I don't have to, like, worry about getting rid of it. Oh, that's what I was talking about. Um, my goal is by the end of July to have everything done. So then in August, I can, like, enjoy, like, my time, like, with friends and family and, like, seeing people and not have to worry about selling a grill to somebody in Boston, you know? Mm-hmm. So I think we're on, we're on track here. I'm ready. Yeah. Yeah, it looks like when you turn and just a little dinky TV on an end table. <laughs> I know, and that table that it's on, I got on the street for free. So <laughs> it's going back on the street if nobody for wants free. it. <laughs> because it's so cheap and chimsy that I don't, I don't think I could even get $10 for it. And I'm not wasting my time for $10. So Yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's all my updates, Megan. I think should we get to the episode now? We're 20 minutes in and we've only talked about me. <laughs> so well we can talk about my favorite thing which is coffee oh which okay. is why i'm drinking the pour before the four hello is that a new mug oh no i've had it for a little while i think oh. I, my dad gave it to me for my birthday it's a kitty mug well let me ask, do you need any more mugs i we have so many mugs <laughs> because i got about uh 10 of them that i'm trying to get rid of and nobody wants them so well are they like fun or are they like Boring. Oh, I can do a haul. Do you want a haul? Yeah, <laughs> your mug haul. <laughs> okay, so I have these here. They're all hearts and hands. Target, Joanna Gaines. Mm-hmm. I have these three. They're all, you see, they're speckled. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Like farm's table. Yeah. Three of them. And I have two blues. I've thrifted all of them. Because I was like, oh, my God. Like, I have a matching one, so I got to get it. And I don't know if you know this, Megan, but 
mugs don't sell for shit on eBay and they're really expensive to ship. So it will cost me like $12 to ship one mug and the mug is worth like $5. So it's pointless. Yeah. And then I have this one that just has a love on it. And it's also from Hearts and Hands. As you can see, I collect a lot of Hearts and Hands. <laughs> okay, and I got a whole cabinet full of other glassware that you guys can have. So I'll just pack that in a little box for you guys. And it'll be like a little goodie bag when you guys come. And when you're not looking, I'm going to take your keys and put it in your trunk. but yeah that's one of those things when we move to florida i am just going to ikea getting four cups four bowls four plates and that's it i am not (laughs) buying a mug nobody in my life buy me a mug i'm done i don't know how much louder i can say it no cups no mugs i don't want them anymore stop (laughs) Well, now I feel like I have to get you a mug. Oh, my God. Uh, I will video myself destroying it and throwing it on the ground. <laughs> <laughs> I don't care if it has my face on it, it has Harley's face on it. I don't care whose face is on it. I don't want it. <laughs> I'm done. I don't even drink out of fucking mugs. I don't drink hot coffee. So, like, mugs to me have no use. <laughs> okay. I hear, I hear you loud and clear. <laughs> but it's just like, you know, you get them and you're like... They're so cute. Like they are so tempting. Yeah, they are. I we have so that's why we have so many mugs because we're like, oh, that's cute. That's cute. Oh my god, we yeah. like this TV show now. We got to get a mug for this TV show. Yeah. 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 At one point, my mug and like glassware cabinet was so organized, and now it's just like a disaster. I don't know how it happens. I don't know where these things come from, but it's just like, why do I have all this shit? I don't need it. <laughs> so. That's my mug rant. (laughs) (laughs) Mug rant. (laughs) Well, okay. You're drinking coffee, Megan. Mm -hmm. I got a new little something here I was trying out. So you know how Amazon does Prime Day? Target does their – well, Target's like catching on the train. They do like their deals day or something. Mm -hmm. But it was like spend 50 get a $10 gift card, and I always get suckered into those. Yeah. (laughs) So I just buy like $50 worth of groceries because I'm like, I'm going to spend it anyway, so I might as well get free $10 gift cards. So – I got this in my little pickup. It's Ooh. simply simply watermelon. Ooh, Juice watermelon. Cream. It says it's all natural. Okay. Oh, is it you that doesn't like fake watermelon? Yes, it's me. Yeah. Okay, so you wouldn't like this. I okay. love like a watermelon drink with like a little vodka, you know, a little spritz. We talked about my whole spritz moment. Yeah. Um, but this smells like a rotten watermelon. Like it smells disgusting. So is it good? Oh my god, it stinks! Like it just smells so bad. <laughs> I mean, it's good, but I can almost taste like the fibery part in the watermelon. I don't know; it's weird to explain. Yeah, so it's like all natural. It says all natural, but like I really don't believe it. Pure filtered water, watermelon juice. What's that mean? Cane sugar, lemon juice. So they add sugar. There's. Oh my God, there's 20 grams of added sugar. <laughs> oh my God. So well, I wonder what this tastes like. Watermelon is like, ma- a majority of it is water. So it's like, if you make it into a juice, it's just going to have, it's like going to taste like water, but like with a, the tiniest hint of watermelon, I feel like. Yeah. I mean, on the back, it says 10% juice blend. 10%? The rest is water. Oh my God. And it also has 
uh, cherry juice. Okay, <laughs> I don't know what I'm drinking here, but it smells <laughs> like shit, and it doesn't taste that good, so I'm disappointed. I want oh. my money back. Well, maybe if you put vodka in it, it'll be a little better. <laughs> I should. Um but I'm also, I'm drinking it out of my Big Brother cup because it is summertime. Big Brother is on. Megan, are you watching? Big fan. I knew it. I knew it. You don't have to say anything. <laughs> is it good? Is it good? Okay. I will say this season so far is good. Okay. Maybe like, I got to try it then. There's already been like a triumphant, like somebody on the block and they won POV. You know, it's like, it's good content already. It's like people are already saving themselves. There's gameplay. There's one girl who's just like, she tells it how it is and she loves the game and it's just, it's been good so far. So. Okay. It's not just people. What does the house want? What does the house want? Yeah. And then treating it like it's fucking love Island. Oh my God. That's so true. <laughs> are we ta- ready? Ready? Like, are we done talking about our, I, I think we had a week off. Like we had to talk about what's going on. Right. Right. We, it's the catch up. It's right. Catch up episode. Right, so we'll title it Catch-Up Episode with a little bit of mass shooting. <laughs> <laughs> Sprinkled in there. Um, Sprinkled in there. So the first half an hour is us talking about ourselves and then, what, 10 minutes on the <laughs> <laughs> That's fine with me. <laughs> okay, so I guess without further ado, Megan, let's get into the episode. Shift it into gear because the hot topic is here. Mm-hmm. Singular. Just one. <laughs> All right, so on today's episode, besides talking about ourselves, um, we also wanted to talk about the recent mass shooting that happened in Chicago, um, Highland Park, Chicago, which is kind of funny that, like, I didn't even know this happened because I was out in the sticks camping, and, like, I didn't even know this was happening. And, like, maybe three days before that, me and Patrick were in Chicago. So... Thank our lucky stars. We were not there during this mass shooting. Um, but Megan, you got a little insider tea, you said, about this shooting. Yeah, so a um, old co-worker of mine is working at a country club in Highland Park. And he was texting me live, like, what was <gasps> happening. So, Oh, my God. So basically what the, what happened was he, they were thinking that, and I'll read some text messages from him, but what they were thinking was that the mayor was the target because she's a member at the club and it was like, um, the Memorial day, like parade and like celebration. And she was there. Wait, July 4th. Oh yeah. Shit. Sorry. (laughs) I got my months mixed up. I mean, we already showed and embarrassed ourselves that we don't even know the, the meaning of both days. So, <laughs> so yeah, they're interchangeable. But yeah, <laughs> no, we're talking about July Fourth, people. Sorry. <laughs> so let me pull up some text messages. So basically, what this was like live as it was happening, like they didn't know what was going on. Um, so he he's like a like the lead bartender at the bar. Yeah. Um, at the club. How far was the club from the shooting? Do you know? Um, three miles. Oh my God. That's like scary. So this is the first text that he sent. Um, hey, so we're all currently hiding in the club's basement because three miles away from the club, there's an active shooter who just shot up a 4th of July parade. 
Oh my God. So he said, I'm a little nervous. We have staff and members down here in the basement. Um, I'm sure we're all going to be okay, but it's super stressful. We've been in the basement now for 45 minutes. <gasps> oh my God. And he said, um, and the members are worried about what's going to happen with the fireworks tonight. And all I want to do is yell. <laughs> that is absurd. So there are people, they're hiding in the basement for their lives. Didn't know what was going on. These people like, oh my God, are they going to cancel fireworks tonight? <laughs> oh my God. No boom, boom, pow. Um, and so a couple, 10, 20 minutes later, um, we've just got word that the shooter has barricaded himself inside a grocery store around the corner from us. The DA came to tell us all that we are in lockdown and the festivities will be canceled because there's nothing good to celebrate. Oh my God. Wait, is that fake news? Cause I don't think he went to a grocery store. Well, well, that's interesting is because this is like, as it's happening, like, I feel like so many um, oh, people were like, saying false things. things were going on. So many people were talking, yep. um, but they were finally released probably like two hours later. They were all like sent to their rooms and stuff. And at that point the lockdown was over, but the, um, the shooter hadn't been caught yet. Oh my God. I mean, three miles away. And you really have no idea what the fuck's going on. That's terrifying. Yeah. Yeah. I can't. Cause it's one of those things where you never think it's going to, it's like it happens in other places. It's never going to happen here. And then for right. it to happen to you. Yeah. And for me to happen to someone that I know, it's just like, it makes it that much more real. Right. I mean, cause he could have easily been just like walking by the parade when that happened. Right. Right. So with that information, we'll back up and what now that it's all over and what's going on, we can talk about kind of like. Right. So the accused suspect, his name was Robert E. Crimo. Is it Crimo or Crimo? If it was Crimo, it's like he was born to commit crimes. (laughs) I honestly don't know, but I feel like Crimo just fits. Right. (laughs) Right. So it was, he was 21 years old. He was disgusting looking. Did you see photos of him, Megan? Oh my God. Yeah. Oh, like. Face tattoos, skinny, frail, just like, oh my God, just gross. Um, like, I feel like I'm, when you think of like a, like young white male shooter, this is like what you think of. Right. I mean, yeah. And they're always white. Yeah. I mean, we can say it. We say it, we can say it loud. It's always the skinny white kid. It always, like, all the time. Um, but, yeah, so his name was Robert Crimo, Crimo, um, 21 years old. Uh, this happened on July 4th at the Highland Park Parade in Chicago. Um, wait, is this in Chicago or is this in Illinois? I think it's, like, kind of, like, an out, like, okay. not suburb, but, like, a Chicago adjacent. You know okay. <laughs> Um, he used a Smith and Wesson semi-automatic rifle, um, where he climbed up a fire escape ladder to gain access to a rooftop where he staged the attack. That is just terrifying, isn't it? That's like some JFK fucking sniper shit. Oh my god, I was just gonna say that. I was like, that's some um Harvey Lee Oswald shit right there. Yes. Oh my god, the grassy knoll. (laughs) (laughs) Um, authorities have said that he was planning the attack for several weeks, several weeks. But there is still no motive, whether it was racial or religious or if he was targeting a certain group. 
Um, but nothing. They, they've come out with nothing. And all they really have to go on and that he was really, like, not even far right. He was, like, past the far right. Like, into, like, QAnon, like, that kind of shit. Um, and there's still no motive for what the attack for was. And I was thinking, like, if he's, like, this, like, far right, shouldn't he be, he so, be so patriotic and love this country and want it to be, like, all white people? Why was he tar- attacking on July 4th? <laughs> right. Well, it doesn't make sense. The They still haven't, like, thought of a motive, but he seems like a very conspiracy guy, like you said, like QAnon, because yeah. um, the police said that he had some type of affinity towards the number four and seven. And oh my God. Seven, four. So like 4th of July. Uh, so like some weird, like numberology conspiracy of why it had oh to my be on 4th of July. I did not hear about that. That's crazy. Oh, and did you also hear that to conceal his identity for like setting up and stuff, he dressed in women's clothing? Yep. I saw the pigtails. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but I mean, like, as horrible as that is, that's kind of genius, though, because then it's like, yeah. oh, it's a trans woman. Like, you can't say you can't say anything bad. Right. I like, think he knew he was going there. You can't think that they're suspicious, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Cut that, um, but you know what I mean. <laughs> um, so during his barrage of shooting, when he got up to the rooftop, um, he emptied a 30-round magazine and police later recovered 83 bullet casings. I mean... There was probably more than 83, but that's what they recovered. That's insane that he fired that many shots and only seven people died. Um, I mean, not saying like only, but like, you know, like he shot so much and he only killed seven. Um, mm-hmm. So after the shooting, it says that he left on foot and then that's where the, there's security footage of seeing him like looking like a woman. And he was trying to blend in with the fleeing people to not get caught and it pretty much worked. Um, yeah. But as he was going down the fire escape from the rooftop, it is said that his gun fell from his bag and the police, like, recovered it within minutes. So I was thinking, like, oh, if they got his gun, then they have a serial number and then they can just trace it to who owns the gun. Oh, my God. Is it a ghost gun? Oh, my God. It wasn't. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> it said that he purchased uh, five guns legally um, in the state prior to the attack and it says that he purchased all of them before he turned 21. So I don't know why he needed five guns. Like there were rifles or a shotgun and he had something else, but I don't know. I don't know why he needed that many, but it is what it is. For his freedom. Yeah. <laughs> Second amendment. <laughs> um, after he went down the fire escape and tried to blend in with the fleeing people, he says that he walked to his mother's house in Highland Park and borrowed her car, where he then drove to Madison, Wisconsin, where police believe he was going to carry out another shooting at a celebration over in Madison, Wisconsin. But they say he just said, I don't want to do it now. That's all the articles were saying. Like, he just decided against it. So was he planning or was he not? Like, no one is just like says, oh, I'm just not going to do that now. Never mind. Yeah, I'm just going to stop at the one mass shooting. Right. I'm just going to do it one time and then leave. Um, and then from there, so apparently it took over eight hours from the start of the shooting to the end for them to catch him um, and charged him with seven counts of first degree murder. So, yeah. Well, he sounds like he's very like unhinged and crazy because they just like cannot decipher his motives, what he's right. doing. Like, 
it's like they just cannot well i have a little thing like a little quote here from uh experts on uh QAnon and conspiracy theory movement um because oh. there's a lot of like tea and background with this fucking kid and his family he didn't have the best upbringing um he has a lot of shit going on in his life um but this article says that his social media diet, while extreme, was distant from the realm of QAnon. Um, Mike Rothschild, an author who has written on QAnon, said the world that he lived was pretty far off the QAnon. He was in a 4chan bubble of ironic Nazi and anime memes, fascist-inspired music, and mass shooting ideation that basically consumes nothing but irony and sadness. So... He's saying that from his research and looking at his social media presence with like also QAnon, it said that he was pretty distant. Oh wait, it says distinct. Oh my God, I read that wrong. Okay, so he was in um, QAnon. <laughs> oh. Okay, so scratch that. He was, I said distant, but it says distinct. It also says that he performed under a stage name as Awake the Rapper. Did you hear about this, Megan? Oh my God, no. And he posted his albums on Spotify, YouTube, and Apple Music. And some of the albums included apparent references to the QAnon movement. Um, recent music videos by him on YouTube uh, depicted mass shootings and characters being shot by police. One video was accompanied by the narration, I need to just do it. This is my destiny. Um, the account is no longer available. Uh, and he also frequently visited an online message board to discuss graphic depiction of death. He posted a video of a beheading the week before the shooting. Um, he also had his own Discord server where he invade, was invaded by 4chan members after the shooting and in a sense was shut down. <laughs> okay, I feel like we need to go to these websites that people are on and just get the names of all these people a part of these websites and just lock, preemptively lock them up. Right. Like, where's the algorithm for this type of shit? Like, you know, the algorithm takes down my fucking eBay listing. Why can't they take down somebody who is posting beheadings on social media? Yeah, like you, you use the word Velcro and it's like, mm, that's copyright. That's right. That's absolutely egregious, Sean. <laughs> yeah, you got Velcro coming after you for fucking copyright infr infringement. I'm like, can you fucking chill? So also, did you have anything on when he was a kid? Um, nothing really besides that he had a troubled childhood and a long history of just like being like an outcast and like messed up really. Yeah. So even with his family, um, when he was two, his mother left him unattended on a hot August day inside a car with rolled up windows. She pled guilty to child endangerment and was ordered to undergo an evaluation at a child advocacy center. Um, and then between the years of 2009, 2014, like you said, he had a troubled past and home life. The cops visited nearly 20 times, nine of which involved reports of domestic violence. Um, in 2010, his father reported that his wife struck him with a screwdriver, but later, later retracted the accusation. Apparently, his parents no longer live together. Um, and then there's also two prior encounters with um, Mr. Crimo. Uh, where in 2019, they responded to a call about the reporting that he attempted to commit suicide. And in 2019 of September, he um, there was an incident regarding alleged threats by a, a family member of his. So, I mean, it wasn't just like out of the blue for this kid. I mean, there were 
things he was posting online, his troubled past. I mean, there was a lot going on in his life that could have led um, police to maybe stop this before it actually happened. Right. Yeah. Well, I I was just looking and seeing here that his his uncle said that he saw no warning signs, but then it also says, well, I hadn't seen him since he was a little boy. And I'm like, well, okay. So then. Yeah. <laughs> That's stupid. Like but, what? What input? That's not even good input. He killed seven people in a mass shooting. Like shut the fuck up. Yeah, he just wanted his fifteen minutes. Right. <laughs> um, <clears throat> and then also in 2019, police seized 16 knives, a dagger, and a sword from his home after a family member reported to police that he planned to kill everyone. <laughs> yeah. See, but they're like, mm, I guess we're gonna just let it go. Yep. There's nothing. Nothing to see here. Well, I feel but, like that's the same irritating thing because I've there's like been a huge uptick of especially with OnlyFans. We know how I feel about OnlyFans; it's not safe. But mm-hmm. like with OnlyFans and like streamers and you know like online personalities of stalkers, and so these stalkers are literally like, "I'm going to come to your house and rape you and make you my wife," or "I'm going to come and kill you and everything." And the police are like, "Well, he hasn't done it yet. Call me when he's done it." You know, right? It's like, there has to be something where it's like, okay, you can't just like act like that and say these things and then not have any like repercussions. I don't know what we need to do about the law. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> right. Yeah. Cause the police, I mean, they're right in a sense that like they can't do anything cause there's been no crime yet, but like there has to be something done before these things happen or not even just like mass shootings, like anything. Right. Like if someone says, I'm going to do this, and then you're like, oh, surprise Pikachu face when they do it. Oh my God. That's, that explains it so perfectly. I'm oh, sorry. That's an old meme. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, hopefully the kids get that. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, so that's kind of all we have on the Highland Park shooting. He killed seven, wounded 46 others. Um, he was charged with seven counts of first-degree murder, and the preliminary hearing was scheduled for July 28th. So I guess on July 28th, we'll have another update for you guys on what's going to happen to him. Yeah, I mean, so, yeah, we'll keep you guys posted. Speaking of posted, we post on our Instagram <laughs> at Crime on Tap Pod. That was good. Oh, my God. I didn't see that coming. I know. Oh <laughs> and make sure to follow us and send us DMs. Um, be mean. Who cares mm-hmm. <laughs> if you want? Um, and make sure to listen to us on Spotify, Apple, the other ones. Um, share us with your family, friends, foes, hoes, bros. They're, oh my God, you got them all. <laughs> and anything else? That I missed? I, Megan, I think you covered it all. So I think we'll see you guys next time. Where, where crime, crime is always, always on, on tap. tap. <laughs> <laughs>